Today in Business from Wired. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives. But those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, this is the Spoken Edition of Wired. This app lets drivers juggle competing Uber and Lyft rides by Miranda Katz. Angel Torres was driving down a major Los Angeles boulevard in late 2016 when it happened. Ride requests from Uber and Lyft arrived at the same second. As he looked away from the road to decide which trip was more worth his time, he nearly rear-ended the car ahead of him. It scared the crap out of me, Torres says. He was new to juggling the two apps and was so rattled by the near miss that he started pulling over every time he needed to accept a ride on one app or turn off the other. That's time-consuming and costly. For Torres, like all workers in the gig economy, every minute is money. Torres's plight is all too common. Nearly 70% of on-demand drivers work for both Uber and Lyft, and one quarter drive for more than just those two, according to a survey by the Rideshare Guy, a popular website for rideshare drivers but each app wants to keep drivers exclusively on its platform. The app's designs make it easier for drivers to accept every ride they're handed, rather than consider options. When a ride request comes in, drivers have about 15 seconds to assess the type of ride, Lyft Line, UberX, etc., the passenger rating, the time it will take to pick up the passenger, the length of the trip, and whether or not surge pricing applies. That's a lot of information to absorb in a short amount of time, let alone compare with the competing offer. In other words, as much as Uber and Lyft promise their drivers independence, they make it difficult, and at times unsafe, for drivers to exercise it. Those constraints inspired former Uber and Lyft driver Herb Coakley to start Mistro, an app that circumvents on-demand platforms' notorious psychological tricks to give drivers more control over their work. Mistro aggregates jobs from Uber, Lyft, and, as of December, Postmates, and presents them to drivers on one screen. 
It also lets its 40,000 users set filters to automatically accept or reject rides based on distance, surge pricing, passenger ratings, and more. As of a month ago, Mistro lets drivers do all that without taking their hands off the wheel. Coakley started driving for Uber and Lyft in Los Angeles in 2016. When he felt like he had hit bottom, he drained his life savings trying to produce a movie and was crashing on a friend's couch while going through a divorce. Driving was supposed to be a stopgap measure until he figured out his next move. But when Coakley found himself longing for a way to see what both Uber and Lyft were offering simultaneously, he realized he had stumbled upon something big. His idea appealed immediately to drivers who spar regularly with the app companies. Uber has blocked drivers' attempt to unionize in Seattle. Postmates had fended off claims that its drivers should be granted employee benefits, and Grubhub recently prevailed over a driver who argued he'd been misclassified as an independent contractor. Coakley also won over Dwayne Shaw, an old friend from Howard University. Who is working as a contract art director at Audible and who would soon become Mistro's co founder and COO. Emboldened by Shaw's enthusiasm, Coakley relocated from Los Angeles to San Francisco and started pitching every person who wound up in his car. His tech savvy passengers were skeptical. To make Mistro work, they insisted, he would need access to Uber's and Lyft's APIs, and neither company would grant access to a service. That makes it easier for drivers to switch. How it works. A year after moving to San Francisco, Coakley was starting to lose hope. But then, as a last resort, he posted a call for technical assistance on Craigslist, and his listing caught the attention of Matthew Rajcock, a developer who was just finishing his BA at Yale. I was really motivated by the fact that so many people said this was impossible. I was like, okay. I'm going to crack this nut, Rajcock recalls. He flew to San Francisco to meet Coakley and Shaw at a co working space, and within six hours, he'd built them a working prototype. He is now Mistro's CTO and co founder. The key was tapping into Android's accessibility features, which allow one app to see what's happening on other apps running in the background and perform actions on them. The team felt stymied. When they realized that Apple's iOS, the operating system for iPhones, does not allow apps to snoop on one another. But they regained enthusiasm when Coakley, who was still driving, picked up an Uber staffer who casually mentioned that 55% of Uber drivers use Android phones. Overseas, the passenger said, it's closer to 90%. Soon after, Coakley found himself chauffeuring a then Google employee named Andrew Taylor. Who was so impressed by his pitch that he secured Coakley a $100,000 seed investment from a wealthy friend? That money allowed the team to create a basic working version of the app, which they began offering for free in February 2017. They then landed a spot in Y Combinator's summer class and launched commercially later that summer. Users now pay $11.95 a month. $99.95 a year, or $0.20 cents per ride. To date, Mistro has raised just under $2 million, and the startup is in the process of closing a round that will bring that to just under $3 million, according to Coakley. The team has grown to seven staffers, three of whom, including Coakley, 
are former rideshare drivers. Things are moving quickly. They're looking to offer the app outside the U.S. by the beginning of summer, and they're doubling down on their pitch of safer streets. Mistro just finalized a deal to give users a discount with Arity, an Allstate spinoff that offers insurance for rideshare drivers. They also introduced voice control features so drivers can accept trips, end trips, and toggle Uber, Lyft, or Postmates on and off without looking away from the road. Voice control is a favorite of Angel Torres, the Los Angeles driver who nearly crashed his vehicle while hopping between Uber and Lyft. Endeara Curitan, a driver in the Washington, D.C. area, uses the app's filtering feature to reject passengers with ratings below 4.8. Mistro claims it helps drivers earn 30% more money. Sonny Fawo, a driver in Ann Arbor, Michigan, says he has noticed that uptick. But Sohail Rana, a New York-based driver and a member of the Independent Drivers Guild, is more skeptical. If people were really making 30% more on that app, trust me, every single driver would have it, he says. I don't see these people doing anything else for the drivers. They charge $12 a month, and they are keeping all the profits themselves. Coakley calls Mistro a tool for the resistance, but the company does not view itself as an enemy of the ride-sharing services. We love Uber and Lyft, says COO Shaw. I feel like it's given so many people an opportunity to make money where prior there was not an opportunity. But it was hard work, and where Mistro comes in is we try to ease the burden a bit and give a little bit of power and agency back to rideshare drivers. Summoned to a meeting Mistro has caught the attention of Uber and Lyft, and the on-demand giants don't seem overjoyed. Last summer, Uber requested a meeting with Coakley, Radcock, and Mistro's attorneys. They thought we were illegally using their API, and then they thought we were stealing stuff from their server, Coakley recalls. But once they realized we weren't doing anything they could actually sue us for, they pretty much left us alone. Coakley and his team haven't talked directly with Lyft, but the company's share an early investor who told Coakley that Lyft is not thrilled with Mistro. At the same time, Lyft is referring some drivers to Mistro, according to a text exchange between Mistro's social media lead and a Lyft employee. Uber declined to comment. Lyft and Postmates did not respond to requests for comment. It benefits anyone not named Uber to come on with Mistro. It gives them access to a supply of all of Uber's drivers, says Harry Campbell, who runs the rideshare guy and is an advisor to Mistro. Coakley feels confident that eventually, the platform's Mistro aggregates will see the value of the app. Drivers quit the apps almost as quickly as they sign up. If Mistro can improve drivers' earnings and quality of life, Coakley thinks that might entice more to stick around longer. The on-demand giants face their own constraint. Banning a tool that gives workers more control could undercut their long-held positions that drivers are independent contractors not employees. The platforms are walking a fine line. Clearly, they each want as much time as possible from the drivers, but they also don't want to step over the line where there's any indication that this is anything other than an independent contracting relationship, says Aaron Sundara Rajan, a professor of business at New York University and author of The Sharing Economy. 
There's also potentially a danger in blocking the app, because both Uber and Lyft have market power now. This is an app in an adjacent space, and it could attract antitrust attention if they blocked it. That's left Mistro in a delicate dance with the on-demand behemoths. They're not trying to shut down the upstart, but also don't yet seem open to partnering and giving Mistro access to their APIs. Either way, Mistro's existence suggests that drivers will seek and find new, tech-savvy ways to seize back power. And Mistro thinks that could end up benefiting everyone involved. We're like this pesky mouse running around an elephant, Coakley says, but the thing about the mouse and the elephant is they can be allies. The mouse can see things the elephant can't see. I think in time, they'll be able to see we're actually a really good ally. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.